This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, welcome to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and we'll be talking about a pretty unique subject tonight. But before we get started with that, I wanted to mention something an enterprise called the Football Learning Academy. It was started by a friend of mine uh, by the name of Ken Crippen. Now, Ken has been researching and writing about pro football for over 30 years. He, he founded this Football Learning Academy as an online school to teach everybody about pro football history. Ken's awards in the past have included such uh, uh, unique uh, things such as the Dick Connor Writing Award for feature writing, the Pro Football Researchers Association Ralph Hay Award for Lifetime Achievement in Pro Football Research, and, and Ken has also written for publications such as Sports Illustrated, the National Football Post, the Green Bay Packer Report, and Cold Hard Football Facts, among many others. Uh, Ken has spoken on topics such as pro football in Western New York, pro football in Philadelphia, and, and on early pro football history. Now, he wants to share his knowledge as well as that of other folks who love pro football history in this Hit Football Learning Academy provides a great vehicle to teach anyone about pro football history. Practically every aspect of pro football history is discussed with lectures and videos. If you're interested, you can check it out at www.football-learning-academy.com. That's www.football-learning-academy.com. And I'm sure he'd love to have you join in on the fun. Now, tonight's topic uh, for the Pro Football in the 1970s episode is called the Big Muddies. See, the NFL saw two of its muddiest playoff games of all time during the decade of the 1970s. Did you know that? That's true. In 1970, the Miami Dolphins played on a certifiable quagmire at the Oakland Coliseum. And in 1977, the Minnesota Vikings competed against the Rams at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum on a field that could aptly be described as a drenched bog. Both of those stadiums had natural grass surfaces, and when water mixed with those fields, the sopping mud was the visible result. Now, somewhat similar storylines had their say in both of those games. Both were in divisional playoff rounds, and the winner of each uh, got to go to the conference championship game the following week. Both of those games uh, had the field conditions hampered uh, their supposedly faster team uh, on each of those games. In the third week of the 1970 season, the Dolphins defeated the Raiders 20-13 at the Orange Bowl on a polyturf artificial field. Now, despite a torrential downpour during that game, the artificial surface on the Orange Bowl naturally did not result in any mud, and despite the numerous puddles of rainwater, the Dolphins managed to retain their overall quickness as a team over that of the Raiders. That wouldn't be the case uh, for Miami's lack of good fortune in their 1970 playoff game at Oakland, however. On December 20th, 1970, the Raiders got revenge by beating the Dolphins in the playoffs 21-14. They held Miami's powerful rushing attack to just 118 yards in that game, 
Films of that contest show ball carriers on both teams slipping on the mud practically every time that they attempted to change directions when they tried to gain yardage. The scene was a mess. Uh, mud was everywhere, and it had caked on every player's uniform. It was a setting that displayed the early years of the sport where the miserable weather conditions would naturally have a not-so-helpful effect on the playing surface and on the players' overall abilities. That Miami-Oakland playoff game did not see any actual rainfall, however. The rain had ceased to fall just before the start of the game. The players just had to deal with the aftermath of the mud. Well, that was not the case in the 1977 playoff game between the Vikings and the Rams. Minnesota had defeated Los Angeles in all three of their previous postseason games in which they met each other in 1969, 1974, and 1976. Those three games were all held at Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota. The Vikings' victory uh, string over the Rams was expected by most onlookers to come to a screeching halt in their 1977 playoff game, however. Uh, That's because the Rams had beaten up on the Vikings earlier in that season in Los Angeles by a score of 35-3. The 1977 playoff game would also be held in Los Angeles, and warm weather there would presumably give that faster Rams team a decided advantage over the Vikings. But a funny thing happened on the way to that playoff game on December 26, 1977. It started raining in Los Angeles all throughout the day. Even though a tarp covered the field, they naturally had to remove it before the opening warm-ups. By the time of the opening kickoff, over one and a half inches of rain had fallen on the field. The Rams' supposed advantage in overall team speed was now rendered mute. It was uh, the Vikings' uh, experience which won this game for them. They were smart enough to realize that any profitable amount of throwing the ball would have to be done early in the first quarter, while the field still at least had a modicum of traction for the wide receivers. The Rams' offense did not realize that fact. Minnesota's backup quarterback Bob Lee was his team's starting quarterback in this game because Fran Tarkenton got injured earlier in the 77 season and because youngster Tommy Kramer was still felt by head coach Bud Grant to not possess enough experience to win a playoff game. Well, the first time that the Vikes got the ball, Bob Lee led them on a 70-yard scoring drive, which included a couple of key pass completions to wide receiver Ahmad Rashad. Chuck Foreman finished the drive with a five-yard touchdown run. By that time, the field was already drenched, and the Rams' offense knew it. Minnesota settled down into protecting their lead for the rest of the game. They managed to increase their lead to 14 to nothing in the fourth quarter on a short Sammy Johnson touchdown run. Los Angeles was finally able to score a touchdown late in the fourth quarter on a one-yard scoring toss from Pat Hayden to Harold Jackson. But Hayden also threw three interceptions on the day, and combined with the Vikings' ball control abilities, that paved the way for a 14-7 Minnesota victory. The mud in this game was so bad that most of the players had to put on clean jerseys at halftime because no one in the press box could tell who was who out on the field. The Rams were expected to finally break the Vikings' playoff jinx, but the muddy field had different plans. Both the 1970 AFC Divisional Playoffs at Oakland 
and the 1977 NFC Divisional Playoffs in Los Angeles thus have earned the honor of two of the muddiest postseason games during the decade of the 1970s in pro football. Now, for today's trivia question, who were the leading rushers in each of those two playoff games uh, discussed today? 1970 and 1977. We'll let you know uh, next time you check us out. Okay, so thanks a lot for checking us out on this episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend and enjoy watching the USFL games. Take care. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.